0: As we enter into the Word of God uh, this morning, uh, it really is a moment for us to open ourselves up to God's message and God's Word that He's speaking to each of us very personally. Very personally. In the prophet Ezekiel, in um, the first reading, we heard initially that really the, the invitation is that we be open to living according to God's way. And we let that be the driving force of our our lives. And then it gets developed in St. Paul's letter to the Philippians when St. Paul, and I have to admit, every time I read St. Paul, I go, how in the world did he get all this? I mean, where did this come from? And it was his experience with Jesus Christ that did it for him because he was a Pharisee. He persecuted the church for heaven's sake. And he talks about putting on the mind of Christ. Or better phrase, having the attitude of Christ. That's the attitude of love God with our whole heart and soul and mind and strength and love our neighbor as ourselves. And then in the Gospel of St. Matthew we hear The parable of the two sons, and the one son who said, no, I ain't gonna do it. That's what he actually said, by the way.
1: It's even more interesting
0: in Hebrew, but it's okay. And the second son who said yes, but didn't do it. So part of that is an invitation to let those words of God just really percolate in our lives. We have an example of what that can mean uh, in St. Augustine, and St. Augustine was born in Africa in the year 354, so we're talking early, early church, uh, and he was raised by St. Monica, but he didn't get the faith initially. He really struggled, uh, and he, he, as the, the story goes, he lived a dissolute life. Translation for the kids, he was bad, <laughs> he was bad, and he actually fathered his son out of wedlock, and it's a whole story, but he came to a point in his life where he couldn't take it anymore, he was not happy with his life at all, and he was uh, sitting in one of his spots, and he was literally crying out to God, uh, and, and saying, you know, I can't do this anymore. How long will you be angry with me, oh God? Well, not at this very hour, it end. not at this very <coughs> hour, put an end to my life. But he was at the end of it. Very really end. And Augustine said, as I cried out, I heard a voice. It was the voice of a child saying, Take and read, take and read. And he knew what it meant to take and read the Bible. So he opened the Bible up and it came to Romans chapter 13. And this is what it says to him directly, but it also says it to us. Throw off works of darkness, and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, and not in drunkenness and other things, and not in jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh.
1: Those words
0: hit him like a lightning bolt. It changed everything for him. And he was a changed man from that moment on. And he entered the, the catechumenate, the rite of Christian initiation for adults was baptized, and then we know historically was eventually ordained a priest, became the bishop, and now we call him Saint Augustine. So part of the message of that little story is saying, there's hope for us. That the, the word saint, we have a chance to have that in front of our names. We really do, all of us. Uh, but gathered as a family of faith, which is Sacred Heart Parish, that's really part of our mission. Not only that we are saved by Jesus Christ, but also that we bring others to Jesus Christ. And so gather together as we celebrate this moment with your new pastor. He will help shepherd you to love God with your whole heart and soul and mind and strength. To love your neighbor as yourself. But it then becomes the Saint Augustine choice. How are we going to live it out? And to live it out as a disciple of Jesus means that we have come to know Him. We have come to love Him with all our heart. We know His love. We have come to serve Him. And we have come to witness Him to Him. That's a disciple. Now, one of the things that uh, has touched me deeply is as I hear, as your bishop, the great commission of Jesus to make disciples, to baptize all nations, and to teach them to carry out all I have commanded you, that is really who we are called to be as parishes and as a diocese. And so it does mean even though we are living faith and we are doing our best to live faith right now, it does mean we take a hard look at ourselves and our parishes and our dioceses. And the question for us is, are we making disciples? So parents, are you making disciples of your kids right now? Are you making disciples of your kids? And to the kids, are you making disciples of your brothers and sisters right now? That's the invitation that Jesus gives us. And so part of our journey of faith in this time is, how are we going to be able to do that? How are we going to be able to make disciples? Because one of the questions Jesus is going to ask us is not only did you love God with your whole heart and soul and mind and strength, not only did you love your neighbor as yourself, but did you make disciples? And who did you disciple? Who did you disciple? question I ask myself today. Who am I discipling as bishop of the church? Who am I discipling? And so our parish schools are meant to be disciple makers. Our parish programs are meant to be disciple makers. Our families are meant to be disciple makers. Our marriages are meant to be disciple makers. I think you get the idea. The invitation in this time is for us as church to come together and to put on the mind of Christ. Even if we said no at the beginning, put on the mind of Christ. And let the attitude of Christ really drive our lives, which is his love. Knowing That He has died on the cross for us and He has risen from the dead and He is alive in our midst right now. And He loves us into being as He gives us His body and His blood. Let's celebrate this Eucharist together.